0: John chapter 20 verses 1 to 10. The empty tomb. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said... separate from the linen. Finally, the other disciple who had reached the tomb first also went inside. He saw and believed. They still didn't understand from Scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. This is the word of
1: the Lord. The story of the first Easter morning is a story about running but different kinds of running i wonder what your running style says about you that's if you've run at all recently are you a beautiful efficient machine or lots of furious red-faced tortured activity on eastern morning, we see two kinds of running The first person that we see is Mary Magdalene. It was early in the morning. It was still dark and cold. Mary went to the tomb. She'd seen Jesus buried there two days before. All those memories come flooding back. She had one last thing to do. Prepare Jesus' body to be buried properly, with respect. She came around the corner and she saw the stone, the huge stone that had been covering the face of the tomb. And it had been rolled away. Her first thought was sorrow. Oh, no. Couldn't they leave him alone, even in death? So she started to run. I don't think it was sprinting running. It was hesitant. Stop, start crying running. It was... I don't really know where I'm going running. Mary told all the disciples what had happened. Peter and John were there, two of Jesus' closest friends. Sometimes you get the sense that, like a lot of good friends, there was a rivalry between the two of them. The news Uh, from Mary, that the tomb was empty was an enormous shock for everybody. I think this was more like the 1,500 metres. It was, I'm going to get there first, I'm going to beat you. It was that kind of running. It was, I'm going to beat you, even if it kills me trying to do it. Let's imagine what it was like. And they're off to a flying start today in the Garden Tomb 1500. The Apostle John takes an early lead. He's got youth on his side and uh, Peter's showing his extra years and a few too many sardine sarnies. As they come round the final bends, Peter puts on a final push, but it is John who strains ahead and, well, I think it's all over, but... Wait a minute, John pulls up, he pulls up short, he's looking into the empty tomb, but he won't go in. Peter pushes past and goes into the tomb, what will he find? Absolutely nothing. Peter and John cannot understand what is going on the tomb is empty for sure there was evidence that jesus had been there the burial cloth and the strips of linen and the stone rolled away but what did the empty tomb mean empty is a bad thing right hmm
0: Ja, Zurich.
1: Well, you know what the empty tomb means because we've spent the whole service singing about it. Jesus is risen from the dead. But the disciples didn't know yet. They would have to wait a little bit longer. But they do help us see what getting our heads around the resurrection of Jesus is going to be all about. It's partly about the physical evidence. Was the tomb really empty? Had Jesus really died? There's loads of good stuff written about this. And here's a link on the screen now if you'd like to dig a little deeper into all of that. But there's loads of books and good things to look at for that. It's partly about understanding how Jesus rising from the dead fits in with God's big story in the Bible. How Jesus' death was always part of the plan to take the sin of the world on his shoulders. How death could not keep Jesus down. But it's also something personal something intimate, something we experience as Chloe Axford makes so abundantly clear in her poem The Promise of the Empty Tomb. The Promise of the Empty Tomb rips the rug from under your feet and says, hold on tight, we're going for a ride into the deep unknown. The promise of the empty tomb says the story doesn't end the way you think it will. Yes, your future is set in stone, but I carved it and it's beautiful. The promise of the empty tomb says you are worth so much more Than you think you are. You are to die for, and I did. The promise of the empty tomb drives nails through darkness and says, Trust me, I have a plan, and it is good. The promise of the empty tomb rolls back the stone and dances on death and says, why are you crying? Don't you know me?